Hello and welcome to this episode of Hacker Public Radio with your host, Operator. You can check out my site, rmccurdy.com, R-M-C-C-U-R-D-Y.com. Got a bunch of stuff on there, portable applications, all kinds of goodness. Today's topic is going to be Snort. Okay, yes, we all know what Snort is, that's fine. But has any of you actually implemented it? And if you have, how are you using it or are you using it to its best ability? Okay, so yeah, you've used Snort before, whatever, it's an IDS and it's logs and that's great. Well, it can do a lot more than that. It's an IDS, it can be a wireless IDS, detect rogue access points, crazy stuff like that. Intrusion detection prevention, which is the blocking aspects of it. And actions, not necessarily blocking, but you can have it do any action based on that. Malware signatures, command and control for botnet shenanigans, um, rogue services like DHCP services, DNS services, um, etc. Denial of service attacks, all kinds of stuff that you would think that your network would cause problems with, even malform packets, all kinds of good stuff. Snort has out of the box for the most part. And what's even better is if you don't like it, you can write your own signatures, do whatever the hell you want. Okay, so let's get started. Um, it's not idiot-proof. There's a lot of good guides out there. There's a couple of good ones for BSD specifically. But first things first, once you start it running, you're going to find false positives all over the place. You're also going to have issues with updating or automatic updating. And then if you do patch anything into it to Besides doing signatures, you're going to have to compile it or patch it, the actual snort part of it, to do it, get it to work with snort sam, etc. Then you've got all this other crap like base and snort and oink and oink master and barnyard and inline and all that mess, which is a other different story altogether. Then you've got environment variables, so for things like signatures that get pop up for something that's not even run on a specific port. So for example, if you've got SSH running over port 80 and you're flipping bits across there, you're going to trigger alerts or vice versa. If you're running something on a different port than Snort would normally listen on, it's going to trigger alerts, trigger false positives, and you're going to have all kinds of mess going on. But for the general networking, you're not going to have to do a whole lot with the environment variables, unless you've got the infamous, you know, security through obscurity stuff running on ports it's not supposed to be running on. What you need to know before you start, uh, what OS you're doing it with, are you going to use IPFW, or are you going to use IP tables, your Linux flavors? As far as ease of use, I would start with a BSD box, FreeBSD, OpenBSD, not for the newbie. You're going to start with FreeBSD and then kind of go from there on the guides online. There's also some mess to get into as far as the preprocessors, what they do, how they're set up, and all the magical goodiness that they can do. And then, like I said, you've got your Oinkmaster and Barnyard and Acid and Base and Snort and Inline and all that good stuff, which Oinkmaster, from what I can remember, is... The guy that kind of helps you update your signatures and you get an oint code from Snort. And I'll kind of go over that. 
Then you got stuff like Barnyard that sends database information to a SQL or Postgres backend and all kinds of fancy stuff. And then you got the alternative method for instead of SnortSAM, you've got Snort Inline that does similar actions. Okay, so here's your idiot proof guide for SnortSAM. You start off with a free BSD box or open BSD if you want to go uh, squirrely. Alright, so you get an open BSD or free BSD box and go to the, what is this? User Ports Security Snort folder and do make space config. Now, you'll check the box that says Snort Sam and hope for the best. You will have errors with autoconf, automake. If you do, go ahead and go to the configuration of all the packages and get rid of anything automake, autoconf, and you don't have to worry about the mislinking and it linking to the wrong binary. So let's just get rid of automake and have it go download the dependencies of whatever automake and autoconf it wants. So once you've finally gotten Snort to configure with Snort Sam or Snort Inline or how, whichever one you want to use, um, you want to do Snort Sam in my case. You want to also go to the ports folder for Snort Sam and compile Snort. And at this point, you'll have Snort and Snort Sam compiled ready to go. And now you're going to go to the configuration part. Okay, so from ports, you got Snort to configure with the Snort Sam madness, and then you got Snort Sam itself to configure and compile from ports. Okay, so then you get this sample configuration for Snort Sam, of course. And I will post my configuration. And as far as configuration for Snort Sam, that's the easy part. I'm not really going to go into that. Snort, however, is the more difficult part to get running the way you want it. Now, after getting all this mess set up, I realize that Snort Inline now supports FreeBSD. So, whatever. If you want to use Snort Inline to do your actual blocking deal, I would use that, go for that. I'm sure there's tutorials on that that are a little bit better. But this is more mainly for people that have Snort running and want to actually know how to update the configuration and update the rules and automate all this stuff to get it nice and clean and updated. Alright, so you have Snort listening and you have some signatures and you have it doing something when you get triggered a signature, either dumping to an SQL database and blocking, or doing both, or six one half a dozen the other. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to go over my horrid update script for Snort. Um, Barnyard and could probably do all this, or if not more than this, but I didn't even go down the Barnyard route because that was just way too complicated for me, and I'd rather just write a script to do what I want to do. So, First thing, we download Snort rules. Um, before I had a PHP curl script that would log into the web interface and download the rules that way. Apparently now it's just a one URL, one liner. You get a Snort code that's some weird fancy hash. And once you've registered for their free feeds that don't update that often, um, you'll get a Snort Ointmaster code and you can just feed it one URL and that's going to be in the, the update script if you want that. So. Just wget whatever, and you're done. The merging threats rules used to also be bleeding edge threats or bleeding threats, and God knows whatever else it was before that. Now it's emergingthreats.net. Take a look at the website. 
It's awesome. The rules are free, and they're small, zipped up, and you're good to go. So along with those two rules, those are your signatures, the base signatures you start with. What I do on the next step is un remove unwanted rules. The first thing you're going to like I said, is your false positives that are going to be triggering all over the place. You're going to ICMP rules I'm removing. I remove the chat rules, FTP, and the peer-to-peer -peer stuff. Now, you're still going to have false positives regarding all these. You're going to have ICMP, chat, and FTP, and peer-to-peer -peer false signatures, probably, that you're going to have to get rid of manually. You'll want to do the way I set it up on the next step is have a template with a base and then everything that I add to it is going to be in the snort update okay so this is this template file is just everything except for everything that's in the snort update script so the the unwanted signatures removal and the suppressions and anything after this uh, what is this fourth fifth step okay so after that, we remove unwanted signatures based on just a text string. Now, I know this is not the best way to do it. We're supposed to use the actual ID of the signature, but I got lazy, and we know what happens when we get lazy. We got rid of DNS spoof stuff, some disclosure feeds, nc.exe was getting triggered, and just all these unwanted and false positive signatures that I got rid of. Um, here on the other side, after that, I started using the actual IDs, signature IDs for each event instead of this, instead of just doing a grep string. And I don't even know what most of them are. They're just mostly false positives. Then this other rule is the, this other line here is the add snort sam tag. Now, all it does is adds the tag for snortsam, and you'll see that in the notes. If you go to snortsam.net, it'll have the notes that tell you what to put on the end of each signature for this to work. Now, apparently, I think Barnyard, or at least you can do it probably straight inside of the config, and just append it to one instead of having to append it to all of them. But for whatever reason, I'm still using it this way. And then I have a snort check script that runs every 10 minutes or so to make sure that snort sam is running and snort is running. And if I get the alert, you know, more than twice, then I know something else is going on. All right, so you managed to get snort running. You managed to get it updated. You managed to get it automated and doing some cool stuff with maybe dumping it to a SQL database or dumping it to a database and having nitsy pitsy tarts and all that good stuff. Or just like mine is uh, snort snarf which is a Perl plugin for it that just dumps it to HTML and it's no big whoop, right? So let's talk about detecting scans, which was originally, I think, the whole reason I went with Snort back in forever ago. It's fairly different now. They have the preprocessor mess, and the preprocessor is a whole different road. But mainly you'll look for the SF port scan option, and you'll set the sense underscore level to high. Now, the first thing that happens when you do that is uh, it goes apeshit when you start using Torrent. Because Snort has the ability to detect port scans from different hosts or some shit. It's some magical stuff that I don't know how the hell it knows. But what it sees is a bunch of hosts connecting on a bunch of ports. And it's like, ah, uh, somebody's scanning. Some creative things you can do with it. 
recently have a semi-automated incident response system that will do a who is on the IP, give them the logs, and look up all the emails on the actual who is information and send it out to abuse at or info at or whoever at. And I've been getting some interesting responses back from them. So um, another idea I had was something that would listen and have open for all ports. Or maybe like a firewall rule that I could set up that says that's open for all ports. And you're going to get a lot more traffic with that. Because what happens is these automated bots and scanners, they're scanner port, scan the ports, close, and then you're done. Now if you get a port open and maybe some bits back, you might even want to set up a honeypot or something crazy like that. And your signatures will probably go up out of wazoo. So. So yeah, that pretty much wraps up my random psychobabble for Snort. If anybody has any questions, everything will be in the show notes that I have that I can possibly give you. And if anybody has any questions, just send me a line at rmccurdy.com. That's R-M-C-C-U-R-D-Y.com. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.